Mossy, good morning to you. 1-0 for the Socceroos. They were on top. They had their chances. Uh, first half, they weren't clinical, but a win's a win, right? Who impressed you the most, and are you nervous for the next stage? Yeah, morning, Will. Morning, Joshy, and to all our listeners. Uh, look, two clean sheets, six points from six. Uh, we scored in both games, uh, two wins. You know, we're, we're building into the tournament. Was it... Was it polished? No, it wasn't. Do you want it to be polished at this stage of the tournament? No, you don't. You want to build, um, you know, into the, the bigger um, games. And, um, you know, just crucial, we've got through the group with a game to spare. Um, and, you know, I know Graham Arnold very well, as you know, and I know he won't be taking the foot off the pedal and experimenting for the Uzbekistan game. He'll be, he'll be desperate to finish top of the group, as will the players. Uh, because that makes a, a, a difference to who you get in the um, in the next round, the yeah. first knockout round. Uh, but last night, look, I thought we, you know, Syria, and this is the thing with Australian football, right? There's a lot of expectation on the Socceroos now because of performances and 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 results. Uh, the World Cup last year, winning the Asian Cup, um, a few a couple of Asian Cups ago of course, heightens expectations. But what a lot of people don't realise is the amount of money and resources going into Asian football. Um, And it's not happening in Australia. Um, So a lot of Asian countries who in the past would have been easy beats for us um, are not easy beats anymore because of the, uh, you know, what's being wrapped around their game and and the the resources ploughed into them. So there are no easy games in Asia. Um, I think India um, proved that. Syria certainly proved it last night. Uzbekistan, um, you know, they'll be tough uh, next week. And, um, you know, we've got to go on and, and get that clean sheet because that gives you the foundation to go on and win games in, in major tournaments. Why is that, Mossy? Why do you feel the Australian media put so much pressure on our own Socceroos? Like, we, yeah, it wasn't clinical. But as you just said, it doesn't need to be now. Mm-hmm. As long as we win the group, it, it doesn't matter. We're, we're building in a tournament like this. Do you feel we do that? We put too much pressure on the Socceroos when, look, just just let the boys play. And, yeah, when it gets to the pointy and then we can judge them. Yeah, look, I do, Joshy. Um, you know, and I think... Um, yeah, how do I put this? <laughs> um, I think there is a, a, an unrealistic expectation placed on our teams and it's starting to happen with the Matildas as well. You know, we are a country of tall, the tall poppy syndrome. It's alive and kicking, and anyone who says it's not uh, has got their eyes shut. Um, but you also go into professional football as a coach, a player, administrator, knowing that um, you know your performances are going to be critiqued, and um, you know you're going to be judged one way or other, one way or the other. The only way to um, control how the team is judged is, is with performances, but that doesn't seem to happen. Uh, sorry, results. That doesn't seem to happen with the Socceroos. It's it's more about the performances, and everyone wants to win and, and win shiny. Um, as you said rightly, um, major tournaments are about winning games and finding a way to navigate the, the logistics and the challenges of a, a tournament in different conditions um, to what we're used to here in Australia. Uh, and a lot of the players are used to because, you know, they're either playing in Europe or they're playing in um, Australia. Um, but so far, so good. And I, I think we're building nicely. We've got some challenges around playing teams that stack their defence because we haven't got a Tom Rogic, we haven't got an Aaron Moy anymore. Um, We've got the likes of of Riley McGree and Connor Metcalf, um, who, you know, are hardly worldwide names, um, but they do a good job uh, creating things for us. But um, we're yet to unlock um, packed defences regularly enough to score a lot of goals against those teams. We're better against the bigger nations 
where they have most of the possession and we can hit them in transition when we win the ball. So, yeah, some challenges to work through uh, during this tournament. Australia next plays Uzbekistan on Tuesday at al Stadium, Al-Hwakra. Uh, we'll chat to you about that one on Monday and look forward to your tips and predictions there and wrapping the weekend's action. Mm-hmm. But in the A-Leagues, in the men's competition, Mossy MacArthur 3, Brisbane 1 last night. Ends a six-game winless run for MacArthur. Good opener from Ulysses Devere. Uh, 16th minute, follows a hat-trick, and uh, they made it 3-0 before uh, Jonas Markowski made it 3-1 in the 62nd minute. Um, what did you make of that, and, and what are you looking forward to coming up this weekend? Yeah, look, it, it was an interesting game last night. Um, MacArthur looked in total control um, at 3-0, and then Brisbane late in the first half and, and then late in the game really uh, threw caution to the wind and um, you know caused MacArthur some problems. But MacArthur were good value for the win up there at Suncorp Stadium. Um, there was a red card um, to young Jelicic, who's back in the A-League after leaving Perth Glory to go to Europe. Um, he's back in the A-League, good, good player, but... Um, yeah, got got a tackle horribly wrong last night, and he'll he'll serve a game for that one. But Devere um, deserves all the headlines he gets, not just for what he does on the pitch. It's his leadership in the dressing rooms, his personality that he brings to the league. He scored a wonderful, wonderful goal last night, and it was, um, you know, he, he just took the the whole game by the scruff of its neck and uh, led his team around the park. Scored a goal of great quality. Um, was involved in everything quality that that MacArthur did. Um, so big three points up there for Milo Sturjowski's team. This weekend, it's probably headlined by the top of the table, Wellington Phoenix uh, hosting Melbourne Victory. Um, that should be a ripper um, to, tonight or this afternoon at 5 o'clock um, Sydney time. Um, Melbourne Victory going as slight favourites, um, but it wouldn't surprise me at all if Wellington sprung the, the surprise. Wellington at the top of the table. Um, wouldn't surprise me if they sprung the surprise and, and won the game. But I'm going to tip a, a score draw in this one. I think it's hard, too hard to split the teams um, for that one there. Western Sydney Wanderers host Perth Glory. They should win that one. Sydney FC against Newcastle Jets um, at Allianz Stadium uh, tonight at 7.45. That should be a quality game. And I think with, on the back of Joe Lolly extending his contract for another two years, which is a great show of faith for the A-League when there's been some negative headlines this week, he is a superstar. Um, I, I think Sydney FC will get the, uh, get the points in that one. Yeah, some big gains in the in the A League this week, Mossy, and in the EPL, mate. Uh, Liverpool they they play at Bournemouth away. Salah, first time he's been out since May twenty two, which has been a, a good run for him. Adrian Elliott comes in, uh, different type of player. How do you think he'll go on that right wing? Yeah, look, you you, you know, no one wants to fill the boots of Mo Salah, <laughs> so it would be unfair to uh, to compare him to Mo Salah, but. Um, yeah, big shoes to fill nonetheless. But, um, you know, the way Jurgen Klopp coaches Liverpool um, and, and manages the players mentally, you know, he'll, he'll be ready to step up and, and do his job, no doubt about it. Um, but it will be interesting, you know, how, how Liverpool deal with the, the absence of Mo Salah um, is always a, an interesting talking point. Um, but, yeah, I, I think they'll uh, they'll have too much for, for Bournemouth, although it won't be easy away from home. Bournemouth always make it tricky. Um, but a big one there. Arsenal are the talking point for me, Joshy. You know, they've had this, this form slump when they, they, they were the best side by, by a fair way to start the season. And then they've, I wouldn't say they've fallen off a cliff, but they're certainly right on the precipice. Um, and they need to arrest this slide because uh, if they're really going to challenge for the title, 
Um, it's games like this where they need to regain some confidence and, and make a statement. They need a statement win, and I think it could come against Crystal Palace this weekend. Mossy, great to have you back for the year. First multi for 2024 from you. What have you got? What have we got, Will? I'm uh, going to surprise and delight. It's a four-legger, <laughs> but it's going to go across uh, from the A-League to the EPL. So I'm going to tip Sydney FC to get over Newcastle Jets. Yep into Arsenal to win, uh, to beat Crystal Palace at home, mm-hmm. into Brentford to beat Nottingham Forest, uh, bottom of the table, Nottingham Forest at home, mm-hmm. into West Ham to beat Sheffield United away from home. Okay. And I beg your pardon, it's not it's not Nottingham Forest, bottom of the table, it's Sheffield United, of course. Yep. My, uh, my apologies to all Forest fans. Uh, uh, bugger them. Sydney FC to win, Arsenal to beat Palace, Brentford to beat Forest, and West Ham to beat Sheffield United. We'll have a look at that and, uh, and have a look at the price through the break. But, Mossy, pleasure as always. Enjoy the weekend. Great job, guys. And uh, looking forward to the Socceroos getting through undefeated in the group. Don't forget, last night uh, there was five players, or six players who played less than five caps. So inexperienced team, but it's building into a That's fantastic tournament. For sure. Good on you, Mossy. Thanks, guys.